A reading from the prophet Micah. Shepherd your people with your staff, the flock of your inheritance that dwells apart in the woodland, in the midst of Carmel. Let them feed in Bashan and Gilead, as in the days of old. As in the days when you came from the land of Egypt, show us wonderful signs. Who is there like you, the God who removes guilt and pardons sin for the remnant of his inheritance? Who does not persist in anger forever, but delights rather in clemency, and will again have compassion on us, treading underfoot our guilt? You will cast into the depths of the sea all of our sins, and you will show faithfulness to Jacob and grace to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from the days of old. The word of the Lord. The Lord is kind and merciful. The Lord is kind and merciful. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all my being. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. The Lord is kind and merciful. He pardons all your inequities. He heals all your ills. He redeems your life from destruction and he crowns you with the kindness and compassion. The Lord is kind and merciful. He will not always chide, nor does he keep his wrath forever. Not according to our sins does he deal with us, nor does he requite us according to our crimes. The Lord is kind and merciful. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so surpassing is his kindness towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he put our transgressions from us. The Lord is kind and merciful. A reading from the Gospel according to St. Luke. Tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to listen to Jesus, but the Pharisees and the scribes began to complain, saying, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So to them Jesus addressed this parable. A man had two sons, and the younger son said to the father, Father, Give me the share of the estate that should come to me. So the father divided the property between them, and after a few days the younger son collected all of his belongings and set off to a distant country, where he squandered his inheritance on a life of dissipation. And when he had freely spent everything, a severe famine struck that country, and he found himself in dire need. So he hired himself out to one of the local citizens, who sent him to a farm to tend to the swine and he longed to eat his fill on the pods of which the swine fed, but nobody gave him any. Coming to his senses, he thought, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food to eat? But here I am, dying from hunger. I shall get up and go to my father, and I shall say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. Treat me as you would treat one of your hired workers. So he got up and went back to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. And he ran to his son and embraced him and kissed him. And his son said to him, Father, I have sinned against you in heaven and against you. I no longer deserve to be called your son. But his father ordered his servants quickly, bring the finest robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet and take the fattened calf and slaughter it. Then we'll celebrate with a feast, because the son of mine was dead, and has come to life again. He was lost, and has been found. Then the celebration began. Now the older son had been out in the field, and on his way back as he neared the house, and he heard the sound of music and dancing. 
And he called to one of his servants and asked what this might mean. The servant said to him, Your brother has returned, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf, because he has him back safe and sound. He became angry, and when he refused to enter the house, his father came out and pleaded with him. And he said to his father in reply, Look, all these years I served you, and not once did I disobey your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat to feast on with my friends. But when your son returns, you who swallowed up your property with prostitutes, for him you slaughter the fattened calf. He said to him, My son, you are here with me always, and everything I have is yours. But now we must celebrate and rejoice, because your brother was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found. Brothers and sisters, the Gospel of our Lord. Well, this is a very famous story that we've all kind of heard many, many times and we can kind of get lost to us. Um, but there's obviously three different ways that we can look at this reading from the point of view from the father, the point of view from the indignant brother, or from the prodigal son. But what stood out to me, what I wanted to focus on here is uh, the father. Um, it's just like in prayer, all these times, it was the father who went out, who was out there waiting for the son to come back. It was the father who went to go look for the indignant brother. It's always God is there first and it's always us in a response to him. Like in Revelation, he says, Behold, I stand at the door and I wait. Whoever knocks, I will come in and eat with them. It's the same way. He's always there waiting for us. He's pursuing us. He chases the one and leaves the 99. He is reckless with his love for us. So uh, my reflection is the one to think on God's mercy and his, his, his love that never ends and will chase us down to the, to the depths of wherever he has to go. So during this Lent, I, I would pray for you and for myself to focus more on God's initiating love and his mercy. Amen.